Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy Gonna kick old trouble out the door. Beat out old trouble on the drum. Beat out old trouble on the drum. Beat out old Welcome to Radical Australia on Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Your Royal Highness, the Dowager Empress, I didn't recognise you. <laughs> You know why? Why? You have discarded your winter clothes. <sighs> Don't remind me. Yeah, but the only the only difference is you're still in black. <laughs> Well, yeah. Is black the new black for spring, is it, in Melbourne? Oh, I don't know. Oh, this is the thing about Radical Australia. We talk about the big things in life. <laughs> exactly. What you're wearing, colour of... Orange nails? What's going on? Oh, I don't know. I don't think you know at all. Orange I'm nails... really... I'm barely just here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need this shit and you want to have a rest. Okay, it's Joe Toscanis, Radical Australia, and we do have a guest. Yeah. Not like last week where the guest didn't turn up. We have, but she had a good excuse because her kitties were sick, and we understand that. But today we have Mr. Robert Ely. Hey, hey, Joe. It's good. It's good to be here. Yeah. No. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. actually, Joe, I'm just going to pull you up to start with because because that's not right. Um, well, it's not good to be here. No, no, <laughs> no well, I, I don't know. I'll let you know at the end of the show. Um, but uh, no, it's, it's Doctor Doctor Robert Ely. I, I spent seven years at the Glorious Institution to get those two letters. So, right. I, 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 Doctor Robert Ely. Now, right. yep, now, Dale, you are going to see that's right. academic masturbation here. I and you, wait. And you are going to enjoy this. I love you it. Know, Wax miracle boys. Oh. All right. Could, could I ask you, Doctor Robert Ely? Yeah. yeah no, facts uh, and figures only, mate. Facts yeah. Yeah. Facts. What? Where did you get your doctorate? Oh, I got it at the shop. Yeah, but what shop? Oh, yeah, the shop. You know, the farm and the shop. Well, yeah, but which shop? Which shop? Oh, the What's one around the shop. Well, the, oh, the, the Melbourne shop. The one, the one around University the corner. Yeah, okay. the, the one around right. the corner from okay. the studio. Okay, here. look, I've got a doctorate. You've got a doctorate. Yeah. We've both got doctorates yeah. from Melbourne University. Oh, here we go. Now you know that there's a problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about it from the inside. Now, Robert, mate. you know there's the academic procession which comes up every year. The procession. Yeah. Don't, don't you know about the procession? The academic yeah. procession. It's all very hierarchical. You know those oh, things. Yeah. No, who goes first? Who goes second? <clears throat> exactly. Now, what type of doctorate do you have? Oh. Uh, I got a doctorate in what? In naughty kids. Yeah, but but, but was oh, it? Oh, psychology, psychology. Is, it, is it a doctor of psychology or a doctor of philosophy? Oh, it's philosophy, isn't it? Dale, could you show him the door? I, if I, no. Let me. Let me. No. I, I, I'll, See, I'll, I'll, I'll look, argue and I'll look, do stuff. In the academic procession of doctorates, not that our listeners interested in this masturbation, mutual <laughs> academic masturbation, 
the doctorate of philosophy is at the end of the line. That's it. It's only for a contribution to new knowledge. Now, I have a doctorate of medicine from Melbourne University, and that's for a significant contribution to new knowledge. So I am third in the academic procession after the doctorate of science and letters, which is for a lifetime contribution to academic knowledge. So don't you... Try to belittle me if you're doctorate, Doctor Veeley. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't putting you down. I was putting me up. Completely, yeah. complete, com- completely different thing well, entirely. You, you didn't actually go up much, did you, Robert? No, mate. No, mate. I didn't. No, mate. I didn't. No. Now, Robert, let's get back to re- the real life. This is crap, as you know. The real life, simple. Only two questions. Here, go for it. You and me are in a canoe. I've got the paddle, <laughs> and we're going to go up Shit Creek, mate. <laughs> The first question is, what's the first thing you remember? No, that's the second question. We'll ask the first. I'm going to ask that after. Yeah. Oh, no, you've, you've thrown me now because <laughs> I, I listen to this show yeah, every that's r- week. And, and that's right. And the first question should be is, what year were you born? That's right. Well, yeah. let's do it that way. All right. No, we've, got, we've got to fulfill the expectations. All right. Too. What year were you born? <laughs> so, right, look, I was born in 1966. Mm. You're a veritable youth. I am veritably youthful. Yeah. No wonder you've only got a doctor of philosophy. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and not one of letters. <laughs> no, right. And so what's the first thing you remember? <laughs> I can't spell. Um, no, th- no I, I can't remember that I couldn't spell because I didn't know that I couldn't spell. Right. Actually, no, um, I can tell you the first thing I remember. Because mm-hmm. um, when I was a tiny little boy, little baby, um, I never learnt how to crawl. I went, I, I went straight to walking. I, I couldn't be bothered with the crawling. So I, 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 I never crawled. How precocious. Oh, something like that. What? What was the ground too dirty for you in your heart, parents' home? Oh, well, you know Jean. She's, yeah, anyway. Well, I don't know Jean as well as you know Jean. Her being your mother. Oh, it's all right. No, Jean, Jean, as many uh, loyal listeners of the last 30 or so years would know that I'm, I'm genially son. We won't hold that against you. Yeah, Robert. exactly right. Um, who's, um, who's been a legend of the 3CA radio station. So I'm, 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 um, I'm, I'm a hereditary contributor to the 3CA. Hereditary legend. Hereditary. But anyway, because I, because I never um, crawled and I went straight to walking, uh, yeah. my legs were rubbish and... Um, what do you mean they were rubbish? Because the legs weren't meant for walking when you're, when you're that young, and they all got bowed, so I was bow-legged. You were bow-legged? I, I was knock-kneed. Knock-kneed it was. A bow, bow, they bowed inwards, so that didn't work. So how, they put, did that, how did that work for the nappy? Oh, it didn't work so well at all, because they put me in calipers. Who put you in calipers? The, 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 some, 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 some doctor of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Some, some, it, some would, it would have been it would have been awful because they only have trade union qualifications. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, okay. well, look, this is All back right. in 1967, so yeah. I, I don't know. He was third in the lineup. That's right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, what lineup? How did you know I was at the police station last night? So, yeah, no, I, I, I was. Oh, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I was. I was. I was putting in these calipers as a little baby, and um, right. cause, because my legs didn't grow right because I was knock kneed because I walked and I didn't crawl apparently. Mm-hmm. And my my earliest memory is me asking mum because she told me it was Christmas and I. I didn't know what that was, but I knew it was special. Mm. And I said, can I take my calipers off tonight? Oh, that's so sad. It is, it is. Can I take... And what did she say? No. No. God, parents were tough in those days. Oh, look, I was... Bread tough I was, bread tough. She said, no. No. You couldn't... It's for your own good. Your own good, yeah. You couldn't... Anyway... um, Calipers... What's that? How long did you have these calipers for? Oh, I can't remember, because... Can't remember... 
You asked me for my first memory, not my second and my third. <laughs> I, 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 I've forgotten my second and third memories. I, 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 I can just remember my first one. Did you still have them by the time you went to preschool or no, kinder? No, 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 no. Okay. No, they were, they were gone by then. But he didn't, he didn't really have a real orthopedic problem. Yeah. Because he wasn't, didn't have perfage disease or something real. All he had was. Oh, some look, he's, he's talking knowledge. All, all, all he had was some pathetic bow. Bow knees because he showed off when he was a kid and he didn't think he needed to fall. <laughs> exactly right, exactly That's right. And so, right okay. and, so, and so I've never been a show off since then. The did, you, did you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, I've got, got a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, I've got a si- sister and a brother. I'm yeah. the eldest. And they're still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can't say anything derogatory no, about No, you can't say anything derogatory about them. And obviously your parents are still around, so we can't oh, yeah. say anything derogatory about no, that. No, you can't say anything. Well, actually, you can't say anything derogatory about Jane at all because it's just not possible. But um, for our listeners who aren't familiar with your parents, like uh, it's always interesting to find out a little bit about no, a guest's no, no, parents' no, background. No, no, you don't want to know about yeah. Yes, we do. So uh, how would you describe um, your home, your parents? Um, my, uh, my parents? How would you describe my home? Yes, all right. I don't know. I, 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 I had nothing to compare it to because I didn't go into other people's homes and check, check on them. <laughs> I wasn't some researcher at the university when I was a kid. Hang on, I, I hang, on hang on, hang on, hang on. You didn't go to other people's homes. Were, were you in a cult or something? <laughs> What's going on here? I mean, That's right. Well, you're allowed out. That's right, Gene. You, 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 you listen to this. I was brought up in the car. I was allowed out. <laughs> but I, I didn't get... No, because my mum was quite radical quite young, and um, mm-hmm. she, she was an academic, and being a female academic back in the 60s and mm. 70s was not easy. Mm. And my dad's an academic too, so I've got all these academics, all these... I'm, I'm, I'm only the third doctor in my family. Everyone's... everyone's <laughs> No. Everyone's bloody got one. You're right. You're right to say it's nothing special. But no, um, no for, for for one thing and another, um, mum had to go and go and work when my dad wasn't. So I got I got shipped, on, I, I got shipped off to where um, my aunt brought me up. Your aunt wow. brought you. My aunt brought me up in, because she was married. In, she wasn't allowed to work. Is that right? No, no, it's just really hard. Oh, okay. It's really hard to get a job in the same state if you're, yeah. both, if you're both academics. And so yeah. mum had to go and work in Victoria and dad was in Tasmania right, and with one thing right. and another. So you were born in Tasmania? I was born in Brisbane. Oh, wow. In, in Royal Brisbane Hospital. Royal Brisbane Hospital. Royal Brisbane. three of us. Oh, were, yeah. you, were you working yeah. there at the time, were you? Well, no, I didn't start working there till 74, 75. Uh, well, it was a couple of years after me. Yeah. <laughs> too yeah. late. Too Lucky late. I didn't deliver you, Dale. I may have <laughs> I dropped you. I'm so bad at <laughs> obstetrics I was. It wasn't my favourite field. Uh, but getting back, getting back. So your aunt's bringing you up in Tasmania? No, in Sydney. In oh. Sydney. So How did you go from Brisbane to Sydney to Tasmania? What's going no, on? I went from Brisbane to Sydney, Sydney to Tasmania, Tasmania to Sydney, Sydney, <laughs> Sydney back to Tasmania, then up to Victoria, then over to the Gippsland, then back down. I've been all over the place. So oh. is this during school? Yeah, yeah. So I went I, I went to over 10 primary schools. Wow. 10 primary schools. Which contributes to the fact that I can barely speak and I can't spell. <laughs> well, that fits in with a doctorate of philosophy from <laughs> Melbourne University. <laughs> Ten primary schools. Yeah, about that. Disruptive. But seriously, you wouldn't really have made many friends as a little boy, would you? Uh, you learn different skills, don't you? Like what? Oh, if, you, if you're never the in crowd, you're always the out crowd, that's fine. That, that teaches you to get on with people. Mm. It teaches you to watch, teaches you to look, teaches mm. you to listen, mm. and teaches you to, to pick. Mm. Pick, pick your moment and pick your people. Wherever you go, wherever you go, so you don't get whacked over the head. You don't get whacked over the head. So the same happened to your brother and sister. They went through ten schools too. No, completely different. My son. Oh, we all get. I was, I was, as as you probably probably the prototype, as you probably know, just circumstance. 
circumstance, and, mm. and, and we're all different characters, mm. and my brother's mm. 13 years younger than me, so oh. he grew up in a different age. So, yeah. you know. so, ten um, schools, primary schools. Well, my aunt, mm. my aunt who brought me up, mm. she was um, an absolute, I don't know if I can say the word, but she was one of the best infants mistresses in New South Wales. Mm. And whenever a primary school was in trouble, she'd go in. back in the old days, she'd mm. go in and fix it, mm-hmm. and I'd go with her. So well, you were the prototype. Said throw out, she'd throw out. I was Miss Miller's nephew. Yes, and, uh, and being Miss Miller's nephew in the um, playground gave you can't blanch in all sorts of ways. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, for once, so I, I never got beaten up, but I never. Well, got I think that's got something to do with your size, Robert. Uh, well, <laughs> You're not the type of bloke you'd kind of want to pick a fight with. Yeah, well, I wasn't wasn't that big when I was, when I was six or seven. Mm. Mm. But no, no. When you miss Miller's nephew, no one, no one, should, no one wants to beat up the principal's nephew. Right. No. Uh, but then again, no one wants to be your friend neither. So, mm. so one thing or another. Um, so, I, it was, so it was just I, you, you and your aunt, was it? It was just me and my, aunt and my sister for a while, but then, mm-hmm. but then my sister went off. So, were you separated from your parents for? Oh, yeah, separates funny word, you know, holidays together. Yeah, yeah, but how long? Well, let's call it boarding. How long were you boarding with your aunt for? Uh, All high school. Up to high school? No, all of high school. All of high school. How about primary school too? Uh, Primary school, uh, every second year, something like that. Every second year. Something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. You realise she's a mistress. She's a mistress? Yeah, Dale. You want to be careful what circles you say that in, Joe? So there's this beautiful school. woman She was a there. private school mistress. She's a mistress. Oh, mistress. Across private schools. Oh, boarding, no, the it's just, I'm, I'm looking, know, I'm, she I'm used look, to look after people. I'm just looking at this handsome woman wearing black all the time, smiling <laughs> yeah. at me, and you say she's a mistress. I mean, no, I'm not talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was a private school boarding. Don't you get, people get any jokes? She was, yeah. she was, and she was very good at it. She actually took the student to the boarder's side. <laughs> Did you last long, Dave? I, I ended up quitting after a year and a half. Yeah, it was too been. toxic. Hard ah, job. Oh, mate. Oh. The girls, I felt so sorry for them. Yeah. I felt just the arbitrary power ex- exhibits were just the, the pointlessness of do this purely because I'm saying do this. I just could not stand watching mm. grown women treat children that way. It was disgusting. Mm. Tess, what happened to Robert? It's true. Absolutely true. Did you notice in primary and secondary college that you, you had any skills that set you apart from everybody else, apart from the ability to be able to survive? Uh, no. You did nothing? No, I'm a pretty really, average kid. You weren't any good at sport, <laughs> reading, really writing, really arithmetic? You? No, I liked reading, but, you know... Uh, excuse me, Dale, don't go down that path. Remember, oh, he's a teenage on, boy, come on. <laughs> I love music, mate. I, he loves music. Music? Yeah, I love oh, music. You talk to him, Dale, he loves music. I can't no, stand I love music. This. No, no, well, no, because I... I I used to write music as a young kid, and I got into the conservatory in high school on a composition scholarship when, when I was did you 12 start learning in Sydney. What, what instrument did you start, and when did you start learning an instrument? Um, oh, you know, you, know, you have piano practice, so you practice your piano. I didn't like that very much. So did Miss Miller make you practice your piano? Miss Miller did, and <laughs> I had piano teachers, but I didn't go well with that because I wasn't a very good student. So how did you have the cons- cons- was it conservatorium at High School in at Sydney? 12, at 12. How did you do that? How did you wangle that? Because you were Miss Miller's nephew, or did nah. you get a talent? Because <laughs> uh, I, I, 
I didn't like playing the piano very much. Other people's stuff, so I would then write music, and I worked out that if wow. I could write music, well, you didn't think it was good enough for you to play, obviously. And I, then, then I would enjoy playing that, yeah. and then I could write music that I like, and then I'd like to play it. And, I, and all these grown-ups are going, "Oh, look, he's a composer." I went, "Yeah, okay, fine, whatever." <laughs> I just want to do what I want to do. I just want to do what I want to do. Yeah. And I worked out that if you write your own music and played it, all the grown-ups would go, well, isn't, "Isn't that isn't that wonderful?" And I'd say, <laughs> "Okay, good." Both I'll take that. Robert, boats up, mate. After, after a couple of weeks at the Conservatorium High School, I worked out that I wasn't the sort of people and I went to Miss Miller. My aunt who was living with us said, I don't want to go there anymore. Oh, <laughs> what did she say after all that effort? Uh, then um, we went somewhere else. She understood. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went somewhere else, went to, to another good state school. Yay. In Sydney. And what were you good at there? You told me it was a good state school, so you must have been good at something. Hey, good teachers. Oh, um, history. Oh, I loved it. He loved history. Mr. Jones, Year Eight, history. Yeah. yeah. And I know he's dead, so I'm, I'm not blowing. I'm, I'm, I'm not blowing smoke up his bum. Yeah. Um, no, Mr. Jones, dead set good history teacher. What, ma- what makes I've a good teacher? Him. What makes a good teacher? Oh, sense of humour. He was he was sharp but kind. He was vicious but 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 caring. Um, he knew his stuff. He, mm. he, he, he was surfing. Mm. He was surfing the knowledge, mm. and all you had to do was stay on the same wave as him, and you just learn by osmosis. Yeah. Yeah. We we got through the whole year's curriculum in the first term, yeah. and he said, "So now, what do you want to do? Let's <laughs> let's let's let, let's do some real let's stuff." Real stuff, yeah. What's yeah. the difference is because a lot of it's route learning these days because they all get it off the same computer site. Of course they don't. It's just amazing. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to get you started on this because you're an academic and yeah. we will get you started on this later on because you don't get much original. You used to get a lot of original teachers yeah. in the state school sector. Some were bad and some were very good. But you, but you actually believe it or not, mm-hmm. back in those days, because I've been a teacher, we'll, we'll come to that, but I've, yeah. I've, I've only worked as a teacher in rough schools yeah. um, and in state schools because mm-hmm. I'm lazy as a teacher mm-hmm. and I like to see improvement in kids and you can take a kid from nothing to 60% and, and you get more out of that than you can take a kid from 90 to 95. Oh, I've got yeah. no interest in that. So yeah. I always go to the rubbish schools. With the, yeah. what it, all the kids, the other people are thrown away. And I have fun, like, right. and, and that's a proper job. And I only do that because I'm lazy. Mm. <laughs> Why? Why? That, that, that's not lazy. That's no, no, it's lazy because you can get massive improvement yeah. by just having a relationship. So you're just, really do, you're just doing this. You don't give a shit about the kids. It's all about your self-worth, <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Right. Yeah. I understand that. So oh, I understand yeah, that completely. You know, we're on the same right. wavelength here, Robert. <laughs> so right. year 12, you finish year 12. What did you do? Uh, I, I dropped out of school. Oh, uh, what? Before year 12? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Before year 12, dropped out. In what made you drop out? Oh, I don't know. Um, teenager. Everything turned grey. You're a teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure these days they had lots to say about all of that, but just mm-hmm. I just lost the will to turn mm-hmm. up to school and nothing made much sense. And mm-hmm. Everything turned grey, so I went off, went off to pick grapes at the Murray. Yeah, there you go. Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up as a bouncer at the Swan Hill Club. Exactly. That's <laughs> more like your job. Looking at you, Robert. No. I think you no. did well. You I was this fresh little moon faced 19 year old. I was a joke. You weren't any good as a bouncer. No. You couldn't pick grapes. You couldn't bounce people out of the pub. And, I couldn't, and, and you didn't have passed high school. And this is not a good beginning. No. <laughs> and I couldn't pour a beer either. <laughs> what? You make a big head. 
No, no, no. On the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, oh, no. That's, that's that. I, I, you're, you're, you're a real publican, aren't Bloody you? Bloody un-Australian. Yeah, but it's a, he's a real public if he puts no, a big head on the beer. No. Anything to save a buck. No, because every time I got sick, it's, oh, I, I, I can pour a beer. They'd always say, hey, Rob, have a go. But they'd always make sure that it was the end of the line, the taps were about oh, to go. Oh, that's right. nasty. And they went, oh, you're rubbish, mate. No, back, back, <laughs> on, back on the door. <laughs> That's country life. I ended up in the end uh, as an apprentice restorer of pianolas at the Pioneer Settlement. So I got, I got the history on, of music. Bit. Pioneer Settlement where? Swan Hill, up, up, up on the You moment. went up there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So well, I was picking grapes and no, I, I didn't know anything. I was just told by the bloke who owned the shop and I said, I'll give you a hand and did it for nothing and then, and then for a few bucks and a meat pie and lunch and, you know, mm. you just do stuff like that. I, I never took it anywhere but it kept... You know, kept body and soul together. How long did you do that for? Oh, about three or four months. Three or four months. Yeah. And then I went back to school. To what, finish year 12? Yeah, in Tasmania. Oh, oh so they wouldn't have noticed that your size, would they? That's Tasmania. right, that's right. <laughs> in Tasmania, they would have accepted you. Yeah, he's, no, he's from the hills. No, I, I dropped out, all, mm. all, all exploded, and then I said, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere where no one knows my name, so yeah. I went yeah. and finished it off in Tasmania, and I went to live with my dad then. Right, right. So, yeah, but, yeah. You know, I, I finished it off there. And yeah. Stuff. So there you go. And what happened after you finished it off? Oh, I met a beautiful woman. Um, dropped down again. Thought I'd do a degree. Did it badly. So you know, just stuff. Anyway, stuff. Yeah, it's life. You, life. Did you, did you do anything to earn a living? In, Young in that men. Period? Oh yeah, I sold shoes for four years. You sold shoes oh, shoe in Tasmania. Yep, sold shoe salesman. Honey shoe store in Glenorchy. In Glenorchy. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. it be a so Roger great Honey? Career, Roger Honey, you might still be alive if you're listening. Yeah. Thank, thanks for the job. Also became, also became the manager of a Tandy store. Do you remember them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Because I was doing electronic engineering. And so you're doing both. You're doing both yeah, jobs. Yeah, both jobs. Two yeah. jobs. Hmm. Well, Jack, kids or something and, at that stage. And full study. No, no kids. No, 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 no kids. Just two jobs and full time study. I sort of kicked into doing stuff. Hmm. And love the shoe store. I mean, shoe store stuff. You find out about people. Oh. I mean, tell us a, about shoe stores. Tell us about shoe stores. What, what, what <laughs> did you love about it? I love shoes. I love shoes. I, I, I just got into it. You're not yeah. the only one. Yeah, you go. I mean, uh, it's a Dale, family. have you noticed what he's wearing? I've got a fetish for shoes. Uh, he's got no. He's got no love of shoes. They're bloody plastic no, no, sneakers no, 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 no. with dog shit on them. <laughs> Hey, it might be a style feature. It is. Well, the dog <laughs> shit. Yeah. We could. Well, hey, can I buy them off you? It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not dog, it's organic cow, actually. Yeah. Organic cow. Yeah. Like, yes, getting back. Right. So, but this was a little community, isn't it? Well, grass-fed cow shit, anyway. What well, was it, a few thousand? <laughs> How many people would live in this, in the town you're in? Which one? Glenorgal. Glenorgal. Glenorchy. Glenorchy, as in, as in the place everyone died yeah. in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Glenorchy. How many people live there? Uh, it's a suburb of Hobart. So oh, it's you know, oh, small then. Yeah. yeah. Couple so of you'd have, what, the same people come back over and over again? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you find mm-hmm. out about, I hate to say it, gender roles, and you find, you find out about different people and their needs mm-hmm. and their wants and the fact that they do or don't want to chat. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know they want to chat and there's no po- you're not going to get them out of the shop until you produce 10 pairs of shoes. Right. So you just produce 10 pairs of shoes and you have the chat and the decision and the side. Yeah. And, you know, that's what they've come for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people, they walk in the door and say, I want that size this. Do you want to talk about it? No. That <laughs> well, sounds like no. There's the cash. Go. Because yeah, yeah, so I know what I like because I want to talk about it. Yeah, I just want them. Yep. And you, what percentage do you think there would have been of people who uh, just wanted a chat and a little bit of a human communication? A uh, majority of them were women, yeah. women over the age of 40. Yeah. Um, and of that, probably about a quarter. 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 Yeah. I mean, everyone's different. So there's a lot of loneliness, like today. Oh, I don't know. Who's lonely? <laughs> I don't know. People. 
Yeah. People. Just people. People. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I can't. Mm. I, I can't. I can't. I can't make make make. Oh, I'm not like you. I can't. I can't wait. I can't make all those big judgments because I'm just selling shoes in Glenorchy. <laughs> you were at that stage. <laughs> yeah. But, but obviously you gave it up after four years. Right? Well, did yeah. you see the light or no, did you run out of shoes and they closed down? Yeah, yes, you pretty much, they pretty much closed down in here. No, I just had another little bit of um, a sort of bit of a stop, you know, where you stop and, yeah. and nothing works. And then I just got off the island, as you do in Tasmania sometimes. You, get you off got the off island. the island. And yeah. this beautiful woman you met, did she come with you? Or? No, she did not. <laughs> oh, we won't and those back. two things are not coincidental. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> not coincidental. So, so yeah, no. That, 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 off the island. Off the island, and they came to Melbourne. And um, uh-huh. apart from a few, you know, basically... Haven't been here last time, but yeah, I came to Melbourne and stayed there for about ten years. And Is that when you got your teaching degree in Melbourne? Or? Yeah, look, I, I the first degree I did was in computer science and in electronic engineering, and I thought I should do that because that's what people should do. But it wasn't me. Came to Melbourne, went to Melbourne Uni, got an undergraduate degree in music, and absolutely nailed it because I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Good teachers, good people. I've still got good friends out there from that course in those days. Run by a bloke called Peter Clinch, um, and. Uh, Fade you want if you're still out there. Congratulations. You had a ble- of course, Melbourne University's closed that course down. Oh, of course, yeah. It doesn't make enough money. Yeah, no, because it was, it was run through the old MCAE, yeah. which was the old Melbourne, you know, Melbourne Tech, and um, they had good people. Mm. I was trained. I was trained proper and hard. 36 contact hours a week for four years. I got to, had to learn how to play six different instruments to, to, to performance standards so people pay money for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then came out of that smiling and happy. Hardest days of my life, but I had so much fun. It's great. Tell us the instruments you came out playing, performance oh, standard. <laughs> Come on. I went in as a singer, learned how to play double bass and cello and viola and violin and most oh, saxophones and clarinets and pretty much everything except for robos because they're too hard. <laughs> what, what, what do you play, Dale? Um, I play drums, keyboard, guitar and bass. Have you two ever thought of hooking up? Oh, I mean, in a band, you know. You I'm know. Actually, I'm interested, um, <laughs> Rob, you're, you mentioned before that you had an interest in history, yeah. and it does coincide with your interest in music. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that already. Um, because cause I'm lazy, remember this lazy it's bit? not lazy. Because I'm lazy. I always, You've got a passion. I always find the bits where you find the easiest wins. <laughs> and so if I went out sort of playing electric guitar, the world's full of them, so I'm not going to get very far. So I decided to take up playing hurdy-gurdy. And, now, um, excuse me, could you repeat playing, that word? Playing hurdy-gurdy. Now, now what is a hurdy-gurdy? Just explain to us, century? idiots. 30th century? And, and from, the 12, from the 10th to the 17th century, but from, from medieval days. Yeah, describe. What does it look like? It's a box. A box. It's a box with a handle you turn, yeah. like a crank, and on the crank's a wheel, and on the wheel is a bow, and then you put all these violin strings on, you play all these violins together because you're cranking a handle, and on the other hand you've got these keys to make the tune. So it's got a drone sort of in the background, like kind of like a bagpipe. Sounds know? like bagpipes, but it's but it plays like a violin. They're amazing. They're amazing. Where, where, do you, where do you find one? I get them made for me. You get them made. Yeah. An old mate called Harry Vass. How you going, Harry? I'm uh-huh. in Tasmania. He made one for me out of human pine. It's the joy of my life. I oh, love you it. say human bone. Human. Oh, human pine. Okay, all right. Human sorry. pine. I love it. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Harry. <laughs> He says it's the most played instrument in Australia, and he's right. What, the hurdy-gurdy? Yeah. Why? Is it easy? No, this one I play a lot. I do. Because yeah. I, I, I love 
kids. I'll play them in school. So, find, mm-hmm. so there's mm-hmm. there's kids out there in 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 Victoria that know more about it than you do because I've played it for. Them. Uh, it's not hard to find somebody <laughs> that knows more than I do about music. I can assure you. That's that. right. So I find really rare instruments uh-huh. and that are hard to play. I learn how to play those, uh-huh. and that way people give me money and, and they don't know that I'm rubbish. All right. Well, tell <laughs> us tell because us. the other professionals are <laughs> 700 years dead. That's right. Yeah. So, 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 no, so there's no CDs or DVDs to oh, compare yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, you know. Yeah. Well, from 200 years ago. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you do the hurdy gurdy. What other instrument do you play that's oh, a bit rare? I don't know. I play gems horns, which are excuse me. Could you repeat? Gems horns are recorders made out of cow's horns. Wow. Cow's horns. Cow's horns. Or recorders. Yeah, yeah. Or, or bone flutes, which is just. Oh, I knew there was a bone in it. I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which so. is which is made out of a like a, a bone of an animal. Well, oh, but so not a person out there. Just but not like, a human uh, tibia uh, or something. No. That's right. You suckle the marrow out and put yeah. a whistle in the end and put some holes in it and turn that into a recorder. So I play all of those things, which are great fun. I play old-fashioned grandfathers of guitars called guitar. I play a whole range of instruments. No, I'm I interested. Come on, keep going. Harpsichords and claviers. Uh, excuse me, what's a clavier? Clavier so is like piano? a very early piano. No, like no. It's very soft, though, so no one likes it no, anymore. Because no. they didn't have microphones. It, it's mainly played by beautiful people. And yeah, I'm not a beautiful. In parlours. and things, mm. you know. Now, is, this, is, this, is this an inherent talent or just hard work? Um, or both? If you love something, it's not hard. Mm. Which is why I'm not a computer programmer. Because that, that was hard, because I didn't love it. <laughs> I'm lazy. Only, only, only do the stuff you love, and that, and that way it's, it's just not... It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Oh, so what do you... say? So, all right, so when did you get your teaching degree? Oh, back in the 90s. And what was that, in music, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a music teacher. I've worked in I've state schools all around Victoria and mm-hmm. Istanbul and the UK. I was over there for many years. Istanbul. International school. I was the head of choral studies, because I was a singer to start with. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, not anymore. So how long were you in Istanbul for? Oh, about six months. Six months. Look, it's 4.31. This is Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. We are talking to the world f- infamous musician, uh, the player of Bones. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Dr. Robert Ely. Yeah. Now, Dr. Ely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's, yeah, Dr. Joe. What? Let's go back. Let's go back to these... Uh, High schools, primary or high school, you teach at? Look, I went to two different high schools. Right. One in. That you taught in. Oh, that I've taught in. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Uh, Mornington Secondary, Jamara mm-hmm. Secondary. Yeah. Then I was the regional conductor for the southeast region of Melbourne. I started my career at Sunbury Downs Secondary, mm-hmm. Up, mm-hmm. up there just north of Melbourne. Then I went to the international school. Then I placed. Then I, then I taught in England, various schools around England, and then into London after that. Do you notice any difference between Australian students and English students? No. No, exactly the same. No. Students are students. Yeah, They're all kids. bored. Oh, or not. No, or not. Or not. Bored or not, you know. Um, mm. Arsing or not. Or, mm. you know, whatever you want to go. They're just kids. Mm. No, they're kids. I mean, there are cultural differences within schools. Put it this way. The difference between a kid in a school in Australia and a kid in another school in Australia can be more than a kid in Istanbul and that school in Australia. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So what are the cultural differences in Australian schools? Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got a long experience. Yeah. It sort of leads into some of your activist work, yeah. doesn't it? Why, why, why I'm sitting here talking to you in the exactly. first place. Exactly. Mm. It's very well, good leading. We're, yeah. we're getting there. We just don't, we don't rush this. Yeah. I, I mean, because everybody's sick of bloody activists on 3CR. We want to know a little bit about them, what made them into an activist. And I think you've come through a very unusual, you know, series of steps. 
The reason I'm an activist, and it's a really simple reason, mm-hmm. is that actually there's two reasons. <laughs> one, 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 one is the sort of big hand wavy reason, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and the other one is just the very simple thing that happened. And when that thing happened, I went, no, nah, that, that, I've got to find out more about that. So that what thing. happened? The thing that happened was that I was working in a juvenile justice centre out in Outback, New South Wales, in a place called oh, Shepherd's Park. It was a training place inside a juvie, which they have in New South Wales. And they've only recently had them in Victoria up until that. I won't go into that. Anyway, I was working there with a bloke, um, a young man, um, this young man. I certainly won't mention his name, but um, mm. basically he burned down half the Lightning Ridge. Mm-hmm. And he was 12. Right. Um, and he'd been in, this was his third stint, and he was 12. Mm. And, you know, being someone who says, you know, this is not right, I don't care what you've done, my job is here to teach you to do something, okay? Mm. Get you some skills somehow. I was there as a media music teacher, but we taught mm. everything. Mass, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a trained teacher. I, I can mm. teach a 12-year-old how to count. You know, I'm, I can do that. Right. I'm trained for that. So if, if that's what it takes and that's what I'm there to do, I'll do that. And I said to this bloke, and I said, oh, let's do this then. He said, I don't want to. He said, what do you mean? He said, I just don't want to. And I sat down and thought about it. I went, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And at that point I went, I, I can I can do all the things that teachers, I can do all the tricks, I can mm. sit there and talk to him, I can distract him, I can, you know, you can yeah, do all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. And I said, you know, but, you know, and we got talking, we just talked about something else. Okay, mm. well, okay, if you don't want to, you're right. Mm. <laughs> Because the only power a kid in an institution has is to not do stuff. something. Yeah. To not do something. I want you to do something. Okay, says the kid. The only power I got is to not do it. Mm. And so you know, we didn't hate. He didn't hate me. No, I mean, no, I, no, I, I didn't hate him. It's just, hate, it's, just, just it's just, it's just instinct, you know. Okay. Until I worked out that this kid, and after spending time, he just was not curious. Mm. He had no curiosity in him. I don't call brains or souls or intellect. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about any of that. No. This child, because he was a child. Yeah, he was a child that burned out half a light in Yeah, but he was twelve. Yeah, yeah, he was twelve. Had no curiosity in him. He was not interested. Mm. And I thought about that, and that blew my mind. <laughs> I went, that, you know, when I was told, most people have. A basic human instinct to be curious about something, because that's how you survive in the world. Right. You know, the way you learn stuff is you go, "What's that? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Is it going to hurt me? Yeah, is it going to hurt me? Is it good for me? Can I, can I, can I get an advantage? You know, like yeah, you know, yeah, you can yeah. be a smarmy businessman. You know, yeah. how, how do you be successful in business? You go, "What's that? Yeah. And this kid didn't have any of that because he'd been in this institution, you know, pretty much a significant proportion of his life over the last three years. Mm. And he did not have it. It was gone. It had been burned out of him or just was never there. I don't even know. Mm. But this kid wasn't stupid. This, this, this kid wasn't, you know, uh, mm. what we would I'm talking about. There's, there's no sense of discussing this in terms of disability no, or anything no, like that. No, no. It, I, and that just blew me away. And I said, that is wrong. I'm going to do something about that. That's not right. Mm. So what did you do? Uh, that's, that, that, that's why I became Dr. Rob. I did some research into find out the mechanisms of interest, the mechanisms of how how does this curiosity thing work? How, how if long it's ago not was, there, how long, how long ago was this? This was ten years ago. Ten years ago. So, ten, this, ten your ago. interaction with this twelve-year-old yeah. led you to do work on to try to find out why how it had been crushed out of him. Yeah. I did I, I did my master's research on finding out what the right questions were. So what was the master's? What was the title of the master's research? Uh, 
But I don't want to. But I don't want to. But I don't want to. No, no. Because that's what he said to me. He says, mm. but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And you can't argue with that. No. So and if that's actually true, mm. which in his case it was, mm. that, that's not just posturing, that's just not talk. Yeah, yeah. There was a truth to that, and that shocked me to my core. Mm. But it shouldn't, because that was your story. Yeah, yeah well, I don't know. No, um, that was your story when you were younger. I don't want to. I, you left things. But I, I know you had the curiosity, but... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but no, but, but I... And I would say this to the boys when I was working with them in that jar. I said, mm. you know, what, what should I do? I said, well, get, get yourself, you know, your, your Cert 3 in motorcycle maintenance mm. and head off to Queensland where no one knows your name. Yeah. You know, get out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I did as yeah. a kid. And Because yeah. you get you go somewhere where no one knows your name, you don't have that. That's right. And you know what? You don't have the baggage. That's right. None of them did it because they wouldn't let their mates down. You know, they, well, they go they go out and they go back and back, you know, they come yeah. back again. They, how you going, Rob? How you going? Good to see you. <laughs> and they say, yeah, and they're happy as pie because they, cause they, got, they get fed. Yeah. They don't get wet when it rains. Yeah. <laughs> Being in Juvie is, yeah. is, is a place to come back to for yeah, a lot of depend, these kids. Yeah, depending on what you're looking Anyway. So what was your master's conclusion? Uh, look, I'll go into it, but it's very simple. I'll give you the elevator. Um the master's conclusion was that kids only do the learning thing if they're interested in it. Right. How they're behaving is actually irrelevant. Mm. So a kid can be mucking up, but if they're interested in something, they're still learning. So mm. the, the whole behaviour thing, you know, the whole connection between a kid behaving well and a kid learning, there is no connection there. The behaving thing is for the benefit of the teacher and the parents and all that sort of stuff. It's nothing to do with the learning. Mm. So the behaviour is separate to how much a kid learns. Mm. And once you separate those two things out, then you can start to get at the root of what the whole question was, is that there's no point teaching something unless you can generate interest in the thing you were teaching. So, and so you've stumbled on a very interesting concept. Stumble, I'll use the word stumble. Yeah. That, that in, in a more traditional society, which is not uh, where education isn't designed to create cogs for a machine yeah. that people tend to follow their interests yep. and, and, and that's how they contribute back to the group yep. Yep. and the clan and the family but mm-hmm. when you try to make human beings into cogs mm-hmm. you've got a problem, I don't want to yeah. yeah. when teaching a child one must no. focus upon the unique genius of each, do you know who said that? No Plato Bastard. Inny, inny. I should have said that. Oh. <laughs> he beat me by 3,000 years. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, these philosophers, you know what I mean? These doctors. Are no, no. Since Plato and before, and before, like this is, this is how a master and apprentice work. Do you know what I mean? This is, this is, this is the whole process of, of becoming a person who has worth and value in, in, in the world. You know, what can this person give to the world? Well, they can give what they know. And how do they know that and how can they be good at that? The answer is because they have an interest and they followed through on those things. So, so you, did, you did the Masters and then you what, went to your doctorate straight away? or Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what was, what was the title of the doctorate? Oh, I can't remember. Of course you can. No, I can't actually. Yes, you can. It's been six months now. I haven't, I haven't thought about it. <laughs> um, well, has it got a conclusion? Yeah, yeah, I, I can tell you what I found. Well, what did you find? Um, I found out that not only... I found out what kids are interested in in, in, in Victoria. Okay. So I did a survey of children. So sex, of, drug and rock and roll. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then you can break it up into what kind of sex, what kind of drugs, drugs and what, kind, and what kind of rock and roll, because right. right. it's got to be academic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I found out, and this I think is a really important bit, um, is that you can observe 
how interested people are. And well, so you've noticed that I've dropped dropped off to sleep during the interview. Have you? <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly right. No, because if you because because there's 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 dimensions to interest. Like you've got triggered interest, which hopefully I'm triggering triggering interest in the listeners mm. by by draining on and on. Mm. Um, but then there's sort of interest that endures, and they're very different. They have different qualities, mm. and you can observe the difference between. So how do you observe the difference? What's the difference? Um, oh, the difference is, for people who have enduring interests, you don't always have to feel good about it. Right. So liking and being interested are different things. Yeah. So I'm sure you are interested in coming and talking to me, but you might not like it. Mm, exactly. <laughs> That's for you to find out, right? And, and so many people out there think that feeling good or liking or having mm. a pleasant experience is the same as, as, as generating interest. It's yeah. not. It's well, it's not. not. You're it's quite not. right. You're quite right. Yeah. It is in that first bit, yeah. but that first bit's not what learning's well, that, about. Well, that, 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 is, that is very important, what you've said, because it's something I really haven't um, thought about. Because yeah. you think most people's interest is because they like it, but there are people who do things they don't like, but they're very good at it. Mm. Or, or, no, but the, yeah. you can't have... Challenge, mm. unless you have frustration, right? Mm. And interest, you can have a mixed mixture of happiness and frustration yeah. that, that 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 then creates a, a challenge. Mm. And so, when something's interesting, like learning or mm. anything like that, mm. and this is true for everyone, but, yep. but certainly kids in industrial cog schools and yep. stuff like that. That's yep. what you were talking about. Understanding that is actually something that is not spoken about. Mm. It's always talked about behaviour. You know, you're always going to get them to behave because you can't get them to learn unless they can behave. And yeah. I'm saying that's not that's not what it's about. It's about something completely different. Mm. It's about you know setting up situations where they can be frustrated, <laughs> but then succeed through challenge. And then their interest has this robust quality. It's about themselves. Mm. You know, so someone who really loves guitar is going to keep practicing. You know what I mean? Someone who doesn't really love guitar ain't going to do it. So, yeah, they, you know, so getting it. back to the music business. Mm. And, um, what else, and what else did you find? You said you found a few things. I found out what people are interested in, which might help some teachers. I didn't know that. Um, found out what they're not interested in. Well, what are they interested in? What are the Victorian school kids interested in? They're actually not interested in each other. They're not interested in each not, other? No. Surprisingly, so. they're not necessarily interested in each other. They're not interested in... Um, global warming they're not interested in environmental issues they're not interested in any of that they know about it mm. but they don't report that they're interested in that that just goes on and, and they're not focused on that's that. on the background yeah, yeah. Mm. um basically they're interested in various ways that technology can improve their lives they're deeply interested in that mm. um just at a, at a functional level in terms of interacting with is technology. that because they're exposed more to technology. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. No. It, it, it's all you know. The environment is all yeah. you know. You can only be interested in things that you present it with. Yeah. Um, and they're oh, obviously sport is interesting. Interesting in them. Boys and girls are interested in different things. So there you go. If I found that, hooray! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting. Sport and technology. Anything else? Oh look, yeah, no, lots, lots of different things, but nothing that stands out because I'm talking about a large number of kids. kids. How many number. kids were in your sample? Oh, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds. So sport, it doesn't bow well for the world, does it? <laughs> Sports and technology, that's all uh, uh, kids are interested in. Yeah, well, I'm... It, have we created that lack of interest in other things? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How do you think we've done that? Well, you talk about COGS. I talk yeah. about in industrial um, education. Mm. Um, so you think we've squeezed any creativity out of them by the time they get to high school? Uh, I think, well, the kids I'm talking about are just at the beginning of high school. I, I like to 
talk about and think about and work with kids when they're about 13 or 14 because that's about when the boys get dangerous and the girls get really nasty. Um, So that's that cusp bit where if you're in a school, you can still actually play with what you present the kids. Once you get to VCE, it's too late. Like the whole thing is just this meat grinder. You can't, as a teacher in good conscience play with curriculum at that level because the kids need their marks to get to the place they want to get to but in that in between bit when they're not little kids they're not little kids but they're not VCE kids there's this little window where you can actually take Mm. what I'm talking about and apply it Mm. you know you can say okay bugger Mm. this curriculum we're going to do this instead in year 8 year 9 you can still do that as a teacher in the Mm. state school system Mm. so did anyone take any notice of what you found Oh, uh, look, I've only just recently published, yeah. So what, what did you publish in? What did you publish in, in case people want to follow it up? Uh, middle School Research Journal. I only publish in international things because Australia is a bit small. Um, there's more There's more interest in America and Europe than there is in Australia. Right. Australia's going in education, in, education in, in what I'm talking about. Actually, Southeast Asia, mm. they eat what I've got for breakfast, lunch and tea mm. because they want to make their kids more creative. Mm. They are sick and tired of tiger mums. Sort no. of making everything test, 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 test. Mm. In Hong Kong and Singapore, they go in the opposite direction. It's all about encouraging critical thinking, creativity amongst the next generation Asia, right. of students coming out of Southeast Asia. Mm. And those countries are leaps in, fr- in front of Australia. We're, we're, we're 19th century stuff going mm. on here. Yeah, so I assume there's uh, lots of job offers coming from Southeast Asia for you, young Rob. <laughs> oh, look, mate, I, I, I had to just ignore my email there for a bit. Yeah, so I mean, it, it would, after you've been published, it would have been just horrendous. Oh, mate. You well, know, well, Chancellor Schiff. You know, Joe. You, I know what it's you like. Know, I know what it's like. You know what it's like. I know what it's like. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, Joe, you just, you just have to keep your head down for a few weeks, don't you? That's right. Stay yeah. out of the press. You get, you get, you get one email in a month. You know, oh. it's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but you had, um, you had bigger fish to fry here, didn't you? Oh, uh, look, as listeners might know, you might even recognise my voice. I, I did the dogs program. I defend... Dogs. D-O-G-S. Dogs. Defending government schools. Excuse me. Do we have a dog program in 3CR? What breeds do we look at? The D-O-G-S breeds. The defenders of government schools. Mainly mongrels and mutts as far as I'm concerned. But how long have you been involved with that? Me, I've been doing the radio since 2008. 2008. Yeah, Raymond Nielsen passed away and, right. I, and I stepped up next week. I stepped up next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we spoke to Jean, who's, uh, we spoke to Jean on Radical Australia last year and she started the dogs, uh, mm. what year? 1969, I think it was. Yeah. So the yeah. listeners who aren't familiar with the dogs, perhaps you could tell them a little bit about... Oh, we're defenders of government schools. It's a really, really simple thing. And you've heard me say it if you listen to the dogs, but you haven't <laughs> listened to the dogs because you listen to radical radio now. Yeah. Um, no government funding to any any educational institution. In fact, we should no. be like Finland where exactly. we, should, we should actually... Very simply, it is illegal to charge money for education in Finland and it should be illegal to charge money for education so in Australia. So how does that transform things in Finland? Um, I mean, if this, if this is... The, if let's this just imagine you're in Tampere, which is the, the second biggest city in Finland, right. where I've done some research. Where yep. You go there. And you walk in and you're a parent and you love your child. Your child's very smart. Your child's mm. very clever. And you walk mm. into the, the local school in Tampere and you work mm. and you say, oh, I've had my kid here now for two weeks. I think this school's not good enough. Mm-hmm. I think this school's rubbish. Mm. In Tampere, you go to the local member <laughs> and you complain. Right. And, and if you're right, mm. the school gets fixed. 
Yeah. If you're right, and your, your complaints will be addressed. If you are correct about the fact that your child is very special and, and your child's needs aren't being met in that school, <coughs> um, the, the local member and the, and the council and everyone will come together and say, you're absolutely right. If it's not right for your child, it's not right for everyone's, we will fix it. Right. Because it is illegal to charge money for education in Finland. So the choice you have is to go to the school in your area. Mm. If it's not good enough, it gets fixed. In Australia... Yeah. <laughs> You go, oh, I couldn't possibly send my child to a state school because my, my, my darling is very special and, mm. they have, and they have needs and stuff like that. Mm. So I want the government to pay mm. so that I can separate my child out from all the other children who might interfere with that child's learning. Mm. So in Australia, pretty much if you've got money, you can buy your way out because the government will subsidise that choice dollar for dollar. Mm. And that just means that you have an apartheid education system in Australia. Which is not good. It's almost unique on the planet. What do you mean almost unique? There are no other countries that do this in the OECD. Other countries, when I say almost, there are other countries that do do this, but they are third world countries right. um, who have a very low education. In other countries, if it's, if it's a private education, you pay the full, yeah, full yeah. amount. Yeah. And the government, there's no government money whatsoever no, no, goes no. to well, private I've always education. felt that, you know. If, um, you, if you want your kids in, special. In Finland, you know, isn't it, I remember hearing from Posse Salberg um, mm. saying that the value systems are different, you know, Lawyers aren't considered as important or valuable as teachers. Oh no, no, no! In in, in Finland, uh, a teacher, in terms of hierarchy, in terms of social, social hierarchy, hierarchy yeah. even even more important than a medical doctor. I mean, I, I know that's hard to imagine, Joe. <laughs> no, look, I understand. But, no, know, look, I understand. But it makes such a difference. Even more important than a doctor of philosophy, a teacher is. Well, I can imagine uh, that. I can understand. <laughs> because we talk all the time about you know um, how important education is to a child mm. is is directly related to how important important education is to the parent. Well, well, well when I was in Finland in midwinter in 1981, I didn't actually notice any of this because it was very cold. But what's, it, what's social integration like in, Queens, in uh, Finland? Uh, Finland is a bilingual country. Mm-hmm. Um, they have two official languages, Swedish and Finnish, or Swami, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Two, two languages. But there is, um, in, in, in relative terms, um, a cultural homogeneity in Finland mm-hmm. which doesn't exist in Australia. And, and this is often put forward as the reason why Australia needs to do what it does. Right. Um, Australia, for instance, yeah, without the government, there would be almost no functioning effective religious institutions because the government funds religion in Australia, funds all of them, um, whereas, of course, in Finland that's not the case um, because there's no need to do that because uh, the church stands on its own or the churches in various religions, but there is a greater homogeneity in that context as well. So, like, this is rolled out as a reason why, you know, there should be public funding of private school because, you know, we're all so very different. Um, I think the answer to that question is also you want to have... Um, all the Islamic people going to Islamic schools. You want all the Catholic people to go to Catholic schools. You want all the exclusive brethren people to go to exclusive brethren schools. And you want all the Scientologists to go to Scientology schools, all of which is funded by the I government, think, yeah. by, by me, by yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so in Australia, we solve the problem of, of religious That's equity by giving the money to everybody. Mm. In Finland, they solve the problem by saying it is illegal to give money to anybody. Yeah, if, if you want to pay your own way. Yeah. Well, you can't even do it, can you? Well... No, because those institutions don't exist. Yes. They consider that to be an abrogation of social responsibility. Mm. And they recognise education as, you know, it's, it's not just a for-profit machine. Mm. Education is yeah. an institution that's separate from profit-making machines. Mm. A teacher is a six-year degree in Finland. A police person in Finland is a five-year degree. 
three of which is um, applied psychology. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's a different set of priorities. Different set of priorities. Have you got any plans for the future, Rob? I know you've been through a few hard times. you got nah. any plans? Plans for the future? Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take what it is that I found and actually start applying it. I'm not interested in working in academia in any way. As I'm sure, Joe, you'd, you'd love to get a job at Melbourne University. But, um, <laughs> no, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah I'd love to. Yeah, um, I'd like, like, love to be vice-chancellor. Yeah, yeah, vice-chancellor yeah. of cleaning. <laughs> Man, that would be a job. Cleaning it, cleaning. That's right. That's right. Everyone, come on, get your consciences out. So, so, but get, get your cons- Joe's here. It, Joe's, Joe's here uh, to clean them all up exactly. for you. Exactly. The Victorian Education Department. Are they interested in re-employing you? Nah, I'm, no. I'm, not, I'm not interested in being re-employed. Um, so, how are you going to apply what you found? Well, I currently do because I take my research and, and my skills and I work in about 120 schools each year around Victoria. What, the principals invite you in? Yeah, and they pay me. And they pay you? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, I work as part of a company which I'm not going to mention. No, 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 no. And the reason I'm not going to mention it is that I work in all school sectors. Right. Um, so, because mm. quite frankly, I don't really care... In terms of applying my research, I don't care if, if, if someone goes to the richest private school in Victoria. Mm, they're mm. just a kid. So what are they looking for when you go there? Uh, they're looking for a good time because I dress up in silly clothes and play hoodie-goodies right. and, then, and then entertain them and go through the history curriculum at a million miles an hour and hopefully the way that engages them using the principles of my research, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so I interest people in particular areas of the curriculum, mainly in history because mm. that's mainly what I'm... Is good, that good is that with the teachers or the students? Students. Students. Oh yeah, kids, yeah. You don't do groups of teachers? Not yet, no. Not yet, but you hope to. I might do that or yeah. I might I won't say any more, but I'm interested in working with other other public institutions right. um, that that have a lot of kids go through them um, and are public institutions for the for the furtherment of knowledge that aren't universities and aren't schools. Mm. How difficult is doing a dogs program every week? Uh, it's, well, I'll tell you what's easy when it comes to finding content. There's mm. just so much rubbish going on out there in the world with such tissue-thin um, rhetoric and justification because yeah. that's all, all the privileged people that are involved in public education feel as though that we deserve. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, when the Auditor-General approached last year, I think it was the Catholic Education Office and said, you are defrauding the taxpayers because you're not telling us where the money we give you goes. That's right. The Catholic Education Officer says, basically says, Yabu sucks, we don't have to, stop picking on Catholics. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. And that is... That's the end of that. Yeah. And, and that is the end of the debate. And you, yeah. get, you get that sort of stuff and you go, hang on, that's not the end, that's the beginning. Mm. So, you know, picking, picking apart with research, these, mm. these particular ideas, um, mm. uh, for me, um, mm. is... What, no, no, no one else does it. Mm. I mean, even the AEU, bless their cotton socks don't want to annoy the independent um, education unions by, mm. by, saying, by telling it as it is. Mm. There are so many people invested at so many levels in, in what I would consider the fraudulent practices in education in Australia at a high level mm. that, that no one talks about it unless you listen to 3CR, mm. unless you listen to me or Jean or Dale on, on, mm. on the show. Mm. And they say, you know, if you want to find out where a culture is corrupt if you want to understand where corruption lies in, 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 in where corruption lies in a culture, go to a middle class dinner party and find out what they're not talking about. No. So, so as far as education, we're still going backwards at a rapid rate of knots, are we? Yeah, we are. 
Um, internationally, we are. Yeah, we're, we're going backwards. So and when, we're doing all when, when everybody says, "Oh, those Snapland results are terrible," and you know, kids can't do this, and they say, "Let's have more tests." It's not the right way. Is it? <laughs> yeah, no, they're, 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 they're going to test six-year-olds now because that's, that, right, yeah. that's going to solve the problem. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And while Asian schools are beginning to understand creativity is the basis of education. Yeah, they're going the other way. In mm. Singapore and Hong Kong and Korea and Japan, all those places that mm. you know, they've worked out that. They're, they're trying to drag their aggressive, education-focused parents away from tests as quickly as they can because they realise that's not the solution to the problem of mm. improving beyond a certain point. Mm. Um, and we're in Australia, we're, we're rushing towards basically what people can buy off the shelf. There are now international companies that are selling curriculum off the shelf and it's cheap and it's efficient, you know, so you get Serco to run your prisons, you get Pearson to run your education, it's all just mm. tick-box stuff, it's all... I mean, you hear, you know, Noel Pearson up in the Northern Territory, he's selling it to the indigenous population. That's right. Just unbelievable. Just, just unbelievable. No, it is unbelievable. You're right. Look, it is unbelievable. The older I get, the more shocked I become. I yeah. thought I would have been resting on my laurels at my age. Yeah, well, obviously, you're at least 10 years younger than me, yeah, maybe 15, younger, 15 yeah. years younger than me. Yeah, well, so, I mean, as, as I was saying today, like, you know, we, uh-huh. we could win this week, and so therefore we don't need the dogs next week, you know. Mm. <laughs> Who knows? Well, you never know what it's around the corner. So have you got a, a, one parting word? Parting word, are we finished yeah. already? I'm oh, afraid so. Oh, I'm back at that. Yeah. Um, hey, Joe, it's been, it's been an absolute delight to speak to one of my all-time heroes, to be in the same room as you and, and, and listen to you ask me questions. But I'll tell you what, if, if anything I've said just rings a bell with anyone, they go, yeah, um, you can check me out, you know, at the website, mm-hmm. the dog, dog's website. What's the dog's website? It's www.adogs, mm-hmm. that's one word, adogs, adogs, yep. info. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah, well, you yeah. answer questions? Uh, yeah, no. Can I, give you, can, can I give you questions for the program? Yeah, you go for your life, mate. Go oh, for your life. Look, I hope... Well, actually, actually, can I say one thing for yes. listeners out there? Because yeah. um, at the moment on the DOGS program, we are reviewing a different state school every week, uh-huh. a really good one. So if you're involved with a state school out there and you want to get on the radio and say how brilliant your head teacher is and your kids are and your parents are and the teachers are, do contact 3CR. Because we have a special file and we'll get back to you and we'll stick you on the radio. Because I'm sick and tired of talking about all the grim stuff that Joe and I talk yep, about. Yep, um, yep. I want to talk about the good stuff that's going on. Because there's amazing things going on with kids mm. that I don't know about yet and mm. I really want to know about it. And so mm. we can put that to air. So actually, if you call the station, um, mm. I, I have permission from the staff, you can call them and say, I want to talk about a school on the dogs. You can give them a call on 9419 8377. Because mm-hmm. I was amazed. I was amazed when I. Must have been about 15 years ago. Not, my daughter was in that. What's that big show the state schools put in? Oh, state school spectacular. Yeah, and I was. I couldn't believe how many kids were there doing yeah. different things. It was just extraordinary. Never gets any publicity. Do you know what? No. I was involved in setting that up, and do you know why it happened? No. Because all these schools were coming together, and it was a big um, competition. Mm. And there were regional competitions, and then so I was involved in a competition between Mornington and Dramana and Frankston High, and, all, mm. and it was all these different things that mm. competing against each other. And I sat down with some other music teachers and said, "This is ridiculous. Mm. How can how can your musical be better than our band? That just doesn't mm. make any sense." So we put it all together. So now we have a straight school spectacular because yeah. competition. Mm. Has its place, like you know, mm. you and me compete all the time. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, for all sorts of stuff. But um, yeah, mm. not when it comes to music, and not when it comes to the great things like what you were talking about. Great, thank you very much, Robert Ely. <laughs>